All right, welcome to another episode of Tutty and Trays. Jason, how you doing, man? Bro, it's raining here in Idaho, but dude, I'm doing good. I'm excited. Dude, the NFL draft is this week. Are you excited? Oh, I actually am. It's been hard because the past like couple months, I've been trying to kind of stay away from it just because if when I get excited about something, for me, like it just takes forever for it to like actually come. And so I've been trying to kind of like glance at like updates trades and stuff like that from kind of like a bird's eye view but dude i'm I, it's hard for me right now week of i'm just super stoked to be quite honest yeah and it seems like this year there seems to be a lot of buzz with the, with the, the quarterbacks and then trades and uh I think oh yeah a lot of people don't really know what to do when it comes to quarterbacks so i think this will be i think no matter what professionals or analysts say uh, no one truly knows what's going to happen, and then once someone makes that surprise pick, that's going to re- that's going to shake up the whole rest of the draft, and teams are going to have to scramble. Oh, so for sure, for sure, for sure. Awesome. So I was thinking today we could do a mock draft. You and I going back Ooh. and forth and just uh, having fun with it, playing GM for uh, sixteen different teams all at the same time, and uh, let's see how close we can get and just have some fun with it. Heck yeah, dude. Let's do it. All right. Well. Dun, 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 whatever the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, let's have you go first. Uh, we'll go back and forth. Uh, in the first pick in the NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select. Dude, this is a no-brainer. Urban Meyer came out of retirement to draft uh, Trevor Lawrence. He's he's building a new a culture there in Jacksonville. Um, they already have some pretty decent wide receivers. Obviously, they've been unloading the past couple of years. You know, they've gotten a lot of different draft picks and. Um, kind of set themselves up for a perfect rebuild. So I think um, right here, it's a no-brainer. I think Trevor Lawrence is the best prospect, the best player out of this draft. Um, he's, he's been an excellent quarterback throughout his whole entire life. He's been a winner. And I don't see that changing. So I, I think Trevor Lawrence, it's locked in from, the, from day one. Like once he, once he ended the season, it was already pretty much a guarantee he was the number one pick. So... Yes, uh, we, I think once uh, the Rams uh, won, uh, lost that game or won that game last year, we all knew what was happening. But anyway, um, so Jets number two, um, we all know what's happening. They are in love with uh, Zach Wilson. Um, they traded Sam Darnold away. Uh, I mean, I am not convinced Zach Wilson's going to be the guy at the next level. Um, I wish him the best, but ultimately, even if he is the guy, uh, he's not going to be successful in New York because the Jets are just trash. So, uh, unfortunately for him, whatever career he could have had is not going to happen. <laughs> he's going to go there. He's going to go there and burn and die. Unfortunately, it's not going <laughs> to happen. Um, it's I mean, sad. It's sad. Sam Darnold was a great quarterback, and uh, he still has got life left potentially in uh, in Carolina. But we'll we'll have to see what happens. No, I agree. It's QB graveyard, dude, the Jets, man. Like, it's it's sad. And in my opinion, like, I was totally, like, a pro Sam Darnold player. So, like, once they made that trade, I was like, dang, dude, that sucks. Because they could have totally – I felt like with that, the second pick, like, they had so much leverage to kind of get a King's Ransom if they wanted to trade down or swap picks, you know, 
with someone because there's a lot of teams hunting for quarterbacks, especially Zach Wilson. You know, I know I, I'm also on that train of like, I don't think he'll be successful. I didn't think he played against any tough opponents this last year. I mean, he was, he wasn't that great. His, uh, his sophomore year and, but, and with the COVID, you know, standpoint, he only played against one pretty good team and that was Coastal Carolina and he wasn't that good. And so, yeah, I'm on that train as well, but uh, I, it's pretty much a lock that, you know, they are going to pick him. So, unfortunately, I do agree with you that he is going to go number two, even though I really wish they kept Sam Darnold and got, like, Kyle Pitts or something like that just to kind of help solidify protection to kind of build that offense, you know. But Yeah, exactly. All right, well, number three, who do you think uh, San Fran's taken? Uh, well, I mean, they've already got come out and said that they – um, you know, they like a bunch of quarterbacks. They they traded, you know, up to the third pick. So you, you don't trade up to the number three pick to get an offensive lineman, you know. So it's it's already locked that they're gonna they're drafting a quarterback for the future. They're not happy with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's been injured a couple of years and he's been paid a lot of money for just to sit on the bench and get injured. So um I think Kyle Shanahan, um, you know, he wants a good quarterback. There's a lot of reports saying um, Mac Jones is the guy, but I don't think Mac Jones is going to be the guy. <laughs> so I'm going to probably throw a dent in your in you know your your list here. So I'm going to go with Justin Fields. I think he's the the second best quarterback in this whole entire draft, and that includes being better than Zach Wilson. So, um, so is this is this who you want them to pick, or do you think they're actually going to pick him? Uh, it's who I well. In reality, I think Justin Fields should have should go probably if the Jets were going to get a quarterback, I think they should have gone with Justin Fields. So realistically, I wanted Zach Wilson to go to San Francisco just because of the whole BYU ties to Vince Young and stuff like that. So I, I felt like he would have been probably a perfect fit there. But I think Justin Fields is the best quarterback right now. And since they're going for a quarterback, that's who I'm that's who I have rated right there. So I know what you meant, but uh Vince Young played at Texas. Not, not, uh, oh, not I said, the... I meant Steve Young. I thought I, said I know <laughs> that's all good. Sorry, I meant Steve Young. So, yeah, all right. So, you got Justin Fields going number three to San Francisco. I'm not mad at that. I think he's a better quarterback, too. Uh, there's some rumors that, uh, San Francisco's been, uh, throwing some smoke and mirrors around. Uh, Trey Lance even, uh, went to visit, had a pro day for, had a private tryout for them on Monday. What was that mm-hmm. today? And, uh, Apparently, they did really good, so we shall see. All right, so number four, uh, Falcons. Uh, they need a lot of things. Uh, they could go for, They could go quarterback to you know, study behind Matt Ryan. Um, but ultimately, because it's, he has an untradeable contract, I think they're going to stick out Matt Ryan for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably going to be trading Julio Jones away in the next couple weeks as opposed to yeah. June. Uh, trade so that'll that might shake things up, um, but ultimately, unless they trade also trade back right now, um, I think you got to kind of take that generational talent with Kyle Pitts. Um, it's it's he's a high Kyle play, high caliber player, high ceiling player with a very high floor as well. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be successful. Hopefully, you can squeeze a little bit more out of Matt Ryan. Uh, while you still while you got him before you have to blow the whole thing up and maybe something magical gonna happen. So yeah, Kyle Pitts to the Falcons, dude. I feel you. 
All righty. Um, let's see. So pick number five, the Bengals. Um, you know, for the longest time, I can go two ways with this. Um, I see them building around uh, Joe Burrow, who's obviously coming off of a, a gruesome leg injury. Um, he got sacked a bunch, you know, so uh, protecting him um, is kind of it's kind of a key. So uh, I think this one's kind of an obvious pick. Uh, I think they're going to – I'm going to go with uh, Pinay Sewell out of uh, Oregon. But I wouldn't be surprised if they – because this draft is, is like linemen, like it, offensive linemen, like it's so deep that I could easily see them getting, you know, multiple linemen, you know, in the later rounds, second, third, fourth. Um, so I'm going with uh, Pinay Sewell, but I wouldn't be surprised if they went with like a, a top-tier like wide receiver, you know, because there is – um, some connections with Jamar Chase. Obviously, him and Joe Burrow had a connection there at LSU. So I wouldn't be surprised if they decided to go with a wide receiver. But I think the obvious pick is protecting Joe Burrow, uh, which is the the face of the franchise. So, yeah, some of the, some of my sources have been telling me that there people in Cincinnati are split between Sewell and Jamar Chase. They're really enamored with that connection that they have and. Uh, they're thinking they can get talent, just like you said, in the later rounds. So we'll have to see what they actually do. I think the best, this the best choice they could make probably is getting uh, a lineman, but we shall see. Um, well, if that is, if that's who you're taking at number five, then I'm going to say at number six, um, the F- Dolphins. They got to find out who Tua is. They have a great offense already around him, but they're going to make sure they have a great offense around him because you got to make sure. Your quarterback mm-hmm. is a quarterback, so I think number six they're going to take uh, Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. Love it. That's I think that's a great choice. So, all right, number seven, uh, Detroit the, Lions. All righty. Um, obviously, they just traded Matt Stafford away, so you have Jared Goff. Um, quarterback's not an issue per se, uh, even though I'm not a Jared Goff fan, but still, I think they're pretty already solidified. You know. Um, with the quarterback position. So, in my opinion, I think their biggest needs would have to be wide receiver. Um, they just had, um, I believe it was Kenny Galladay leave, and he signed with the Giants. And they don't really have any explosive wide receivers. So, um, I think they get um, Jared Goff some help. And so, I think they go wide receiver here, and I think they get uh, Devontae Smith, actually. It was kind of I was kind of torn between Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith, but I think they go with the Heisman Trophy winner, dude. Uh, I'm not mad at that. The kid can play. All right, if that's who you're gonna take, uh, then for the pick eighth pick to the Carolina Panthers, um, I do think at the seventh pick, that's probably where the Patriots are going to trade up or someone else is going to trade up. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that the, the, I'm pretty sure the Lions are going to trade down. Um, but since we can't really mock that, um, I'm going to say for the Panthers, they're going to go with – they're going to get some offensive line help to protect Sam Darnold. He just got beat up in New York. They want to make sure it's not a repeat uh, situation for him, so they're going to take the other offensive tackle, Rashawn Slater. Dude, he's he's a beast. 
dude can play. Yeah, he's. I think he's like the second like highest rated offensive lineman in this draft. So um, he's a good player coming out of Northwestern, senior. You know, he's seen. He's in the Big Ten, so he's seen some top talent. You know, so I I think he's a come in and kind of start right away player. Like he has that ability. So I'm not mad with that at all. In Northwestern, they they uh, they produce linemen, so you know he's got to fall on some good pedigree there. Yeah. Uh, I will say I, I do think they also need wide receiver help, the Panthers, um, but I'm not mad with that pick. So uh, let's see. Denver Broncos. Okay. Um, the GM just recently came out and said that he likes Drew Locke, but like Drew Locke isn't really the in the plans for the five, you know, their five-year plan or whatever, you know, every business has it, you know, you know, their future. He's not, he's not really the guy. Um I think this this off season is going to be pretty big for him, um, so hopefully they get some help on the offense. But um, I actually think so they're not going to go quarterback. I could see them trade out uh, of the ninth pick, but um, I personally think that they're going to go defense, and because I think that's their pedigree, they've had that for a long time, at least for for the past ten years. You know, Denver's always had that very stout defense with. Von Miller and stuff like and other great players. So I'm actually going to take a gamble and go defense. And I'm, I think they go with the linebacker Micah Parsons um, to play along Von Miller, who's getting up there in age. So um, I think he, he can kind of be that next captain of the defense um, and kind of the face of the defense as well. All right. I was not expecting that. Okay. Um, well, Cowboys, number 10th pick. Um, I, Jerry's obviously upset that Kyle Pitts hasn't fallen in his lap. Hopefully he's not <laughs> traded. Hopefully he has not traded up to try to get him. Um, obviously it goes without saying defense is something we need a lot of help on that side of the ball. Um, I think they're going to go with the South Carolina corner. JC Horn plays oh. in the be- best, play in the best conference. He's very physical. Um, they need cornerback help. You could go with Patrick Sertan, but I think that uh, I think J- I think uh, that JC Horn just I think is will bring some of that physicality that the Cowboys have been lacking. And uh, now that we're switching back to the four three scheme, I think uh, it just will help fit in all, all senses. But I wouldn't be mad at either corner being taken there. Oh man, I don't think JC Horn's gonna be that great. So, but it's okay. Um... I'd rather go with Patrick Sertain, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, the Giants. Okay. Um, their biggest need, in my opinion, is probably the uh, on the edge. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, – well, actually, I take, that, I take that back. I was going to say they might go wide receiver, but they've actually, in free agency, they've done pretty well with adding, you know, Kenny Galladay Jr. and some other – and some tight ends as well. So – I actually don't think they go receiver. So I think they go on the defensive side. Um, and looking at my the top available players, like I think they probably go with Quiddy Payne out of Michigan. I mean, he's the best edge rusher in this draft, and the dude puts up numbers. So um, I think they just fill a, a need right off the bat and try to solidify that defense. All right. 
All right, all right. To be honest, the, the Giants have a lot of holes, so I'm just kind of – Oh, yeah, it. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't – when you have that many needs, I mean, you just take what you can get. Well, Eagles, I think they – number 12, they, they definitely need some help at wide receiver, um, but they also need help all around. Um, I believe Jalen Waddle's still on the board, right? Yeah, he's the best – he's the top-rated player right now. Yeah, because you already had Devontae Smith. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Jalen Waddle out of Alabama. Yeah, I think that's kind of a no-brainer right there. I think that's really good. All right, pick 13 for the Chargers. Um, I think their biggest needs are going to hopefully try to protect uh, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, in my opinion, kind of had a, a breakout year where – no one really expected him to play as well as he did, especially in the conference that he's in. He's in a very tough conference where you have Patrick Mahomes, I mean, Justin Herbert balled out. You have Derek Carr. Then you have Drew Locke. So it's a very hyper-competitive division. And so you have to have good quarterback play. So um, I could see them drafting to kind of protect Justin Herbert a little bit more. Um, but I could see them – they, they do have a lot of needs on defense. So – I'm kind of torn because I could see them going maybe like Caleb Farley or even going with the um, offensive tackle um, from Virginia Tech, uh, Christian Darinsaw. So, um, I mean, Caleb Farley and Christian Darinsaw are from Virginia Tech. So, I mean, it's kind of a tough pick. So, I think just based on, you know, the need for the quarterback position to be protected. I'm just going to go with offensive linemen. I'm going to go with Christian Darnsaw and Virginia Tech. I think they 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 really try to help uh, protect Justin Herbert and keep that offense on the field. So the longer that they can be on the field and use up clock, I think the better position they are as well as any team will be in um, to, to really control the ball as well as to score. So especially in a tough division that they're in. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's that's who I had going there as well, so don't blame you. Um, I think uh, Minnesota Vikings, they got talent all on the offensive side. They got two young receivers, youngest receivers. You've got a star running back. You've got uh, <coughs> an, a fantasy awesome quarterback, but not an actual winner in quarterback with Kirk Cousins. Uh, I think they're going to go on the defense side of the ball. Their coach is a defensive-minded guy. Um, Kitty Payne's gone, right? Uh, yeah, they did just add uh, Patrick Peterson, though. They did. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, they added Patrick Peterson, but he's kind of like he's more of an he's more of a name brand than he actually is at putting up numbers. I think he's uh, I think he's getting older, but uh, yeah. So I think they're gonna draft uh, Patrick. At this point, they'll take Patrick Sertain from Alabama to give one more playmaker on the defensive side. Okay. Let's see. I'm just writing these down so I can cross them off my list. Dude, so with the Patriots, I mean, right now, if looking at my top, you know, rated prospects, we have Trey Lance up there. Um, I think the biggest question is with the Patriots is what are they going to do quarterback-wise? I know there's a lot of rumors that, and especially in a lot of different mock drafts that they trade up to go get a quarterback, which I wouldn't be surprised if they do, even though Belichick has never drafted in, in the first three rounds, rounds ever. 
That's so insane. It is. I mean, when you have the greatest quarterback of all time for the last 20 years, I mean, it kind of works. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Um, but I really don't think Cam Newton is the future. Um, I think if you look at what Bill Belichick has done this whole offseason, um, he's tried to reload their whole entire offense. I mean, he added uh, a bunch of different tight ends, um, got some receivers. And so I really think that their first pick this year is to is to plan for the future. And so even though yeah. – Tra- Oh, go so ahead. Is it, is it Mac Jones or Trey Lance? Where are you going? Uh, I think they go with Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones isn't as good as Trey Lance, but I think uh, one thing that Mac Jones has for him is apparently, according to Steve Sarkeesian, who was his offensive coordinator at Alabama, he said that Mac Jones is the first quarterback he's ever coached that could pick up a system super quick, and he was able to just do stuff like offensively and add packages formations and stuff like he's never done before and with Mac Jones that was his senior year his first time starting to, and obviously they won the national championship and he balled out um, I think Mac Jones is a better fit than Trey Lance in the Patriots scheme and what they want to do and I think Josh McDaniels even though he said last year that he was excited to have Cam Newton because he'd be able to call stuff that he couldn't call before you know with the the type of quarterback Cam Newton is mm-hmm. uh, I don't think Cam Newton – I think he's gotten worse every single year since his MVP performance. I mean, his uh, – the way he throws the ball, his release and arm strength is just not there like it used to be. And so I think Mac Jones is is the guy, and I think uh, Josh McDaniels is going to have a great quarterback to work with and can really open up the offense. That'll be exciting to see. Um, yeah, no, Cam's never been good in my book, but that's just – that's another debate. Um <laughs> But yeah, um, all right. Pick sixteen, Cardinals. Cardinals—they're always an enigma. You never know what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, they picked up JJ Watt. They picked up uh, someone else. I'm forgetting. AJ Green, Malcolm Butler. Yeah, yeah. They, they picked up some players. Um, do you think they probably add some young talent to the defensive side? Because JJ Watt is—he's getting up there in age. He's still got talent left and got some gas in the tank. But um, they lost you know, Patrick Peterson. So I think they'll go with Greg Newsom, the second from Northwestern cornerback. Mm, okay. Over Caleb Farley. I feel like. uh, Caleb Farley. He, there's still concerns with his back and I think teams are going to be spooked by that. So I think he's going to drop. Okay. No, I, I don't have a problem with it. It's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I think, yeah, I think they do go defense. So, I'm not. I'm not mad with that, um, and I do think they go corner. So I. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. Um, let's see the Las Vegas Raiders. Man, if uh, if Mark was on this uh, this episode, I'm sure he would give us the most in depth detail of what the Raiders need because he is such a diehard fan. Um, and you know, Mark's been on previous episodes. Um, let's see. So, geez, what do the Raiders need, man? Uh, I think the biggest thing that they need is they've been this whole off season, uh, especially during free agency, they released a lot of their offensive line or traded them away. So I think they go offensive line here to protect. Um, wow. I'm blanking on his name, Derek Carr. Um, and I think they go, I mean, I don't necessarily like this pick, but I think they go Elijah Vera Tucker 
junior out of uh, USC. I think he's the best right now, the best rated offensive lineman that's left. Oh, yeah, he's a great, he's a great guy. Great he guy. is. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go defense. So I could see them going the linebacker out of Notre Dame, Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa. So, I mean, I think, but I think they, they made some clear cut decisions to save on salary cap. Um, but to be quite honest, when it comes to the Raiders with uh, Mike Mayock and uh, John Gruden, like it's so hard to understand or to predict where they go with the draft because they they make some interesting picks. I mean, at least over the last few years. So um, they do their homework on players that they really feel like fits their system. So I feel like they can easily put a put a wrench in everyone's mock drafts because they can kind of go off to someone or pick someone that you just don't even expect. That's not even on your radar, you know. So yeah, but yeah. So I I have uh, Elijah Vera Tucker. All right. Uh, I think for the 18th pick, I think – I mean, at this point in the draft, um, things are all going to be shooken up by now, so what we say is probably not going to happen. But um, I think Miami is going to probably go more offense to give two and more help and just double down on that side of the ball. Uh, I think they're going to go with Najee Harris running back Alabama. Ooh, first running back off the board in the first yeah. round. All right, not not just a beast, and uh, it can help uh, make things uh, that much better for Tua. Yeah. Okay. All right. The nameless football team, the Washington football team. Uh, obviously, I just want to take a moment and take a hat. I think we all should, you know, tip our hats to Alex Smith, uh, comeback player of the year. Um, he retired. Um, you know, this past off season. I just want to say uh, he's an inspiration. And uh, I'm so happy that I was able to watch him play, especially throughout his career. I know a lot of people, he was the first, the first overall pick. Um, and a lot of people kind of gave him crap because he played for the Niners and never really lived up to the number one pick aspect. But I think he's a winner and he's a true um, example of ad- uh, adversity as well as um, how to work through that. And so no doubt. Um, but with that, the offensive, uh, the quarterback position kind of up for grabs there. I mean, they did bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick, which I don't really think fits their, uh, what they want to do. He could be a mentor to, uh, Taylor, uh, is it Heineke? I don't, I don't know. I always want to say Taylor Heineken, but obviously that's not his name. Yeah. It's it's Heineke. Heineke. Um, to be quite honest, I think they go quarterback here and the best available. Back. No, they're not. They're not a QB yeah. corner, like defense or or offense. offensive quarterback. No, dude, I promise you, they're not doing that. Whatever you're picking right now is wrong. But go well, ahead. I'm gonna go with it, and I'm gonna go with uh, Trey Lance. I think he's a project. I mean, if Trey Lance falls to them at the 19th pick, that's not gonna happen. Um, but yes, if Trey Lance is available, it's possible. But, uh, okay, cool. We'll see. Um, <laughs> we're obviously doing something wrong because we both know Trey Lance is not going to be available at number 19. I mean, realistically, there's a lot of teams that probably will draft a quarterback way higher, especially the top five that are available. But I'm just going off of needs, dude. Not necessarily wants. 
Yeah, no, I know. If Trey Lance is available, they'll probably take Trey Lance. I don't think Trey Lance will actually be available at this point. Like, I'm looking back at the picks, and I'm like, where did we – probably where did you mess up? That's what I'll say. You know, um, you know what, though? When we're done, in the next five years, there's going to be one of those polls of if, if, if we were to redraft the 2021 draft, you know, who, which teams would pick which, you know, players. Of course. And it's going to go with Trey Lance to the Washington football team. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Two out of at least at least two, if not three, of these quarterbacks in the top five are going to be busts. So we'll have to wait and see which ones are going to be actually be decent, yeah. and which ones are going to be busts. So that's true. Um, okay, number twenty, Bears. Um, I think they're going to go defense to help. I mean, their offense is going to be not it's not good, but in that division, hopefully their defense can carry them. So I think they're at this point since Chris Farley has fallen. Or sorry, Caleb Farley's fallen this far. Um, I think they'll take Caleb Farley, cornerback, Virginia Tech. Okay. Yeah, honestly, like if I didn't pick Trey Lance with my last pick, I think the – and if Trey Lance hypothetically was available for the Bears, I think they would obviously draft him, to be quite honest. Yeah. For the Washington football team, unless there's a quarterback that somehow falls to them, I'm pretty sure they're going to go linebacker. But we'll <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see the Indianapolis Colts interesting situation. Uh, they traded and got Carson Wentz. Um, so I think that's definitely an upgrade position at the quarterback, especially with Philip Rivers retiring, riding off into the sunset. Um, their biggest, their biggest problem is probably they kind of, I, I go defense to be quite honest. You can always, you can never have enough edge rushers. And so I think they go edge, and I think they go probably a Z or a Lari. Probably said his name wrong. Sorry, bro, if you ever listen to this. Um, edge rusher out of Georgia. Not too mad at that. That was going to be my next pick for the Titans, but uh, I'll let that slide. Um, yeah, I think the Colts are going to go defense, and uh, you can't go wrong with an edge rusher, so I'm not mad at that. Um, well, since you didn't take linebacker for the Washington football team, uh, I and, and you took my pick just now, I'm going to say the Tennessee Titans are, yes, they're going to go defense um, because a good running game goes well with a good defense and vice versa. So the Tennessee Titans are going to take Micah Parsons from Penn State linebacker. I heard that was, uh, that was already taken. Lies. Yeah, I did that one uh, for, I think it was the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth pick. Fine, fine, fine. Well, then the Tennessee Titans will trade for Micah Parsons giving up next year. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, then I say. Um, I, I will say there is the linebacker for uh, Notre Dame that's still available. Uh, um. I believe he's available. Then the, I think they'll go oh, no. probably defensive lineman. They'll go Christian Barmore, Alabama. 310 pounds of man muscle. That's what they'll do. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Uh-huh. All right. Back to the New York Jets. Um, 
let's see. The Jets need help on offense. Um, and they are, I think they go uh, offensive line. Last year they did Makai Becton, which out of uh, Richmond. Uh, so shout out to the Adolfo representative. Um, so I think they go offensive lineman here. Um, and they go Tevin Jenkins. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. There are some top higher rated defensive players. So honestly, you know, we're not professionals here. So realistically, they probably go defense just because there's some higher rated defensive players here. But I think they try to protect uh, Zach Wilson. Obviously, he's going to be the face of the franchise. So I think any time that you get a, a high rated offensive lineman, there's nothing really wrong with that. So you can't really argue that. So. So, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not mad at that. Um, Steelers, I think they're going to try to give Big Ben a little more protection before he uh, retires. So I'm going to think, guess they're going to go Wyatt Davis, offensive line from Ohio State, just to give him a chance to be protected and hold the ball a little bit longer and, and uh, have time to make those throws. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number 25 pick, Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they go defense here, um, and I think they take – at least the highest rated player on mine. It's a safety. Uh, Trevon Moorhrig out of TCU. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. That was for Jacksonville, right? Okay. Okay, the 26th pick. Cleveland Browns. Um, did Dawson, you, did they've you made, take... Go ahead. I was going to say, they've made some moves, man, on defense. I think... Obviously, Jadavian Clowney, you, everyone has their own opinion on how successful or, or, you know, how well he's lived up to the number one pick aspect. But I think he's a, he's a, he's a dog, dude. He's a player, man. And I think teaming him with Miles Garrett, dude, the Browns, even though you may disagree, I think they're contenders, man. They're Super Bowl contenders. And it, it, oh, it will I, don't, all... I don't disagree. I think they're, I think they're contenders and we'll see how far they can go. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, everything you said, I agree with. Um, since Christian Barmore is gone, some of the other guys are gone. Um, are both Jalen Phillips and Jason Owen still available? Uh, they both are available. And if if you're gonna pick the player, I think you're gonna pick. That's the same player I think they're gonna pick. Um. I'm not mad at either one because they're both like the same size. Jalen Phillips is a bit bigger. Um, but because hmm. in my opinion, I think they go Jalen Phillips. Yeah, that's who I'm leading towards too. Um, I just know that Penn State makes some pretty good linebackers, but they do. Um, yeah, uh, I'll yeah, I'll go Jalen Phillips. Going to. Uh, Cleveland, I think uh, that just will be the, a young edge rusher to help. Add depth, you can never have too many rushers, so he can learn behind Garrett and uh, hopefully um, – I forgot mm-hmm. his fit. Yeah, anyway, yeah, hopefully it'll go well. All right. Um, so the Baltimore Ravens, I believe they select um, – who was that other guy you were saying uh, between Jalen Phillips? Jason Owens. 
Dude, he's not even on my list. What the Sorry, heck? Jason Owa. Owa. Penn State. Yeah, he's not even on my list, dude. Frick. Anyways, um, I think they go defense. Uh, they did add uh, Stephen – or, sorry, Sammy Watkins. So they did get some help on the offensive side for Lamar. And, I mean, I don't think they go wide receiver, even though there are some top-rated receivers still left on the board. Um, but I think they go defense. And since you already picked Christian Barrymore – uh, I think they go probably a Sante Samuel Jr. Solidify the corner spot, add some depth, and uh, um, because they do have some some pieces there on defense, so I think learning that system and kind of going back to and trying to solidify their their the the pedigree and the history that they've created with you know that that solid defense back when Ray Lewis was there. Man, dude, uh, Baltimore has always been a tough place for people to play in as well as to play against. So. They, they usually always have a good defense. So um, I think for them, they, they've always had a solid identity at defense. So I think they um, still kind of draft for that aspect. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised later rounds if you see more help for Lamar, whether that be a running back to kind of replace Mark Ingram, um, even though they do have J.K. Dobbins, but, um, or even just adding another wide receiver to kind of uh, help Holiday uh, Brown, how you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so for the Saints, um, I think they're gonna go on defense, um, and I think they're gonna take uh, Jason Owa, Penn State linebacker, six five, two fifty three, sophomore. Okay. I could see them also going for a wide receiver. Obviously, there's a big quarterback debate of whether Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston's going to kind of get the knob, the nod, or who's the kind of the quarterback for the future. It seems like it's leaning more towards Taysom. So I don't know if they draft a wide receiver to kind of help their system out, but, um, but yeah, no, I, I'm not mad with that pick. Um, let's see. Is it the Green Bay Packers? that's next. Yeah. Green Bay at 29. Oh, geez. I will say the the one player I'm looking forward to um, to watch is or to see if they do have a preseason, which they probably won't, is uh, Jordan Love, who is the current backup quarterback. Uh, last year he didn't get we didn't get to see him play at all um, because of COVID, as well as the preseason was canceled. Um, he's one player I do want to see because I think he was a, supposed to be a project pick. Um. And right now the Packers haven't re-signed Aaron Rodgers, so um, we'll kind of kind of have to wait to see what they do there, um, or, and what Aaron decides to do. So, uh, but I think they go defense. Um, I think they're set on offense, to be quite honest, with the receivers and tight ends and stuff. So, I could see them going probably. Probably defensive lineman Levi Okanoruzuki out of Washington. So I think they they just get another defensive lineman to to kind of get get a good pass rush going. Okay, I think they might do that. I wouldn't be surprised if they 
potentially caving draft a wide receiver, but we'll have to see what happens because who knows? I mean, th- there are still going to be two Green Bay. There are some top receivers still available. There's the Purdue uh, Rondell mm-hmm. Moore as well as uh, Kadarius Tony out of Florida. So I mean, those are some targets, some top receivers that that could go. That's right. Is uh, Jeremiah Oyusu Koromara, however you say his name, Koromoa, still available? Uh, yeah. No, no, okay. sorry. He's gone. He's gone. Um, okay. Um, then. Yes, I think he's gone. Um, so this is for the Bills, right? Um, yeah, Sante Samuel's gone. Um,. Dude, it's hard. Yeah, no. I actually think they go running back. To be honest, I don't. I I think that's probably one of their biggest uh, holes on offense. But I wouldn't be surprised if they go um, like corner or edge rusher or something like that. Yeah, um, I think they will <coughs> probably go defense. I mean, defense, but. I think maybe possibly a shot in the dark after they saw Kansas City. Sure, up their offensive line, how important it was for Kansas City and their loss in the Super Bowl. That they're gonna want to make sure that. Excuse me. That uh. Um. Why am I blanking? Is it Josh? No, what's his name? Quarterback. For the Bills. Josh Allen. Thank you, Josh Allen. Um give him some extra back depth at offensive line. And so I think they'll get Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. Gotcha. Um, I know you picked Najee Harris earlier. I could see Najee Harris or Travis Etienne go here if they do decide to go running back or to help that out. But I also think uh, I, I don't, I'm not mad with offensive line. Like I'm not mad with that. Um, I did just read a stat that they said that uh, during the AFC championship game against the Saints or against the Chiefs, they could only get one. They only got one sack that whole entire game, and that's with the Chiefs having a very plagued, uh, injury plagued offensive line. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to go edge rush there either. So there's so there's there's a bunch of like holes, but I'm not mad with that. I think Josh Allen has gotten better every year, and even Mel Kiper, like when coming out of that draft, he said, "Dude, Josh Allen, even though he hasn't played like a certain amount of games, he's like, dude, Josh Allen is legit, and he's." He has. He's got better every game or every year. And so I wouldn't be surprised if, if they return back to the AFC Championship game because I think they're actually a pretty nasty team. Yeah, it's, it's fun to see someone new um, be good again. Um, so the Chiefs. Oh, man, the Kingdom. No, it's uh, the Ravens. Oh, they traded the pick. That is right. I forgot. Yes. Oh man, the Ravens. I think they go wide receiver here. Um, I think they get some help. No, they got. They're going to go offensive line to replace who they just traded away. Orlando Brown. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, they might get a receiver, but I I suspect they're going to replace him. No, nah, I a, think with a cheaper lineman. Nah, dude. I think they go wide receiver here. I think they get a uh, Rondell Moore out of Purdue. I mean, you can be wrong, but that's okay. All right, bro. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Well, since you're going there, uh, I think 
the Bucks. I mean, they're going to just take the top available talent. Uh, I think. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I think at this point, some of the top talent available is definitely wide receiver. Um, they haven't re-signed Al- uh, Antonio Brown, which may or may not happen. And he's definitely not part of their long-term plans. And by long-term, I mean the long-term, short-term window that they have with Tom Brady, which is like maybe a year or two after this, uh, three max. So I think they'll get uh, Kadarius Tony, wide receiver from Florida. Mm-hmm. Seen, played all four years. Um, and uh, I think, yeah, he's just – he's a human joystick. He, uh, he runs really good routes. And so, yeah, I think he uh, – think he'll go well. Be uh, to be add some depth to wide receiver, dude. I'm a I'm gonna after we're done, probably tomorrow or whenever I listen to this podcast again. I'm gonna write down like our picks, and I'm when the draft happens, I'm gonna see who was most correct. So you'll probably be more most correct, um, but we yeah we'll see. And and there's a reason why I'm most correct because obviously I'm smarter and wiser than you are, Josh. So just admit it. Uh, it's okay. I mean, you already made your first mistake by jo- doing Justin Fields at number three, and then <laughs> um, you drafted someone too way too early too for who it was. But anyway, yeah, we'll have to record this, and I, I might actually write down my own personal mock draft for all of them, so that mm-hmm. I can have so I can ignore your f- mistakes and have mine, and then I'll compare how I'll see who okay. made the most mistakes. We'll see. All right. Well, how about this winner? Uh, winner gets uh, buys the other person wings whenever we see each other again. Uh, yeah, I would love to have lemon pepper and uh, mild. Let's see now, my order already. Okay, sounds good. Well, we'll see. All right, well, bro. Th- yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for another episode. Appreciate you, Josh. Uh, I know you're busy, family man, but uh, appreciate you, bro. Always, always. Thanks, fans, for listening, and we'll catch you on our next episode. All right. We out.